Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. Hello, Rick. How you doing, Todd? Excellent. Well, listen, there has been a lot of media and a lot of blog posts, a lot of social media about the topic of suicide. In fact, we've gotten several different variations of this question, so I'm just going to jump right in. Does the Bible, does God's Word even talk about suicide? Does the Bible have anything to say about suicide? Absolutely, it certainly does. I mean, first of all, let's just be honest. I mean, suicide is monocide. It is murder. And so we know one of the big ten is thou shalt not murder. God is the giver of life, and he is also the one that numbers our days. It, we don't know when we're born, and we are not the ones that are supposed to stop our life. God wants us to live and enjoy him forever. When our days are done, they should be done. Let's just be honest. So people are overwhelmed with despair because of the fact that sin and death are in the world. So the Bible does talk about suicide. In fact, there's seven people in the Bible that took their life. Some of them are a little bit more obscure. You've never probably heard of Ahithophel, uh, who was a counselor to uh, David, and then later Absalom. Um, you've heard of Saul. Saul took his life, and then the servant that took Saul's life took his own life. Zimri is a guy that took his life. One of the very first guys in the Bible, Abimelech, who happened to be Gideon's son, who killed 70 of his brothers. And as the overwhelming despair and consequence of that, he took his life. Judas, who betrayed his friend, and uh, the guy that he understood was a good man, more than a good man, Jesus, he killed himself. Um, and then so who else? Samson is the other one who uh, I would mention. Too. So seven different people. Samson took his own life in the midst of trying to serve the Lord and the destruction of the Philistine enemies at the end of his life. But here's what's even really interesting. Is there's seven men that took their life, but there is five or six guys that I know of, including Jesus, that were despaired even to the point of death who didn't. In other words, they felt maybe like these other seven men. But these other seven men were not individuals that were abiding with the God of the universe who fills us with hope and peace. And so maybe there's seven that were tempted to kill themselves and didn't do what God wanted them to and did. And there were five, including Jesus, who was deeply depressed and despairing even to the point of death, who didn't take his own life. Listen to what this said. I wrote these down, okay? Solomon, I hated life in Ecclesiastes 2. Elijah, it is enough. Take away my life. Jonah says, it's better for me to die than to live. Paul said, we are burdened beyond our strength. So much though that we despair even life itself. Okay, now listen. All those guys felt that way, but none of them executed themselves. Why? Because they knew, eventually, as they abided with God, as they sought truth in the person and nature of God, and as they walked wisely in community. Jesus, what did Jesus do? Who's our model in everything. What did he do when he was deeply depressed, troubled, uh, to the point where just a deep groan would come out of him? Even as the scripture said to the point of death in Matthew 26, what did he do? He went to his friends, he told them how he was feeling, he got on his knees and he prayed, and he sought life-giving help and truth from the God we can't see and the people that the God we can't see, who they dwell in, who comfort and come. You can't isolate yourself. So let me just say this. The Bible does not say that despairing to the point of death is a sin. Okay, What is a sin is to believe that your struggle is so great that nobody else can relate to it and God isn't sufficient for it. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. And God is faithful, and with the temptation will provide the way of escape also so that you might be able to endure it. 
So the fact that you would be despairing to the point of death, hey, that might even be part of the human condition you can make a case. But what you want to do is go, God is good, His grace is sufficient, and part of His means of grace, along with the Word of God, the Spirit of God, is the people of God. And if you choke out one of those three arteries, it's going to lead to (laughs) major cardiac arrest. And so, man, if you're struggling with this question, reach out to God's people. Spend time in God's Word. Listen to His Spirit, but do it with others who love you. And you need to know something. You're in good company. Paul was quite a man. Solomon pretty wise guy. Jesus is your savior. And he showed you what to do when you're in that condition. Great stuff. Thanks for that, Todd. And listen, I, just to add on to that, that God, God is big enough to handle your problems. Yeah. And so if you're out there and you're watching this and you don't have anyone to talk to, man, email us. There's an email address at the bottom of the screen. I would love personally to talk with you and we'd love to help get you plugged in some folks there who can love on you. And so The Bible says about suicide, you don't need to do it. You're His grace is sufficient. Let us know how we can help you or contact someone else who you know loves Jesus who will help. Great, and we'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.